Joining us on History Makers. On the line, we're talking to a good friend of mine named Roy Duff Richardson. Now, Roy's from South Africa and has an incredible story to share about uh, an encounter he had with heaven many years ago. Now, Roy's recently been through chemotherapy and has uh, struggled with a pretty aggressive form of cancer, but is walking in divine health and healing. And we've got him on the line today. How are you, Roy? I'm very well. Thanks, Matt. Good to hear, mate. Now, I caught up with you the other day, did a bit of a visit, and I was just so inspired. I thought, I've got to share this story with our listeners on the radio. Uh, Tell us about this encounter you had with heaven many years ago. Yeah, it was some some years ago, way back on the 5th of December, 1981. Um, I was... uh, uh, having a few struggles in life, I'd, I'd, I was in business and I had financial stresses, and I wasn't a Christian at the time. I was searching, I was looking at all sorts of uh, um, theologies at the time, especially the uh, alien in, encountered uh, bringing life to the to the earth and all that sort of nonsense. And uh, I was pretty uh, steeped into uh, the theory of evolution being the truth. And uh, I just knew from early days uh, of my life that uh, uh, being, being a, um, in Sunday school as a young, young boy, that uh, Jesus had a few answers. And uh, that particular evening uh, was a steamy summer evening, and uh, I just uh, decided that uh, that was the time because I couldn't have gone any further down the, the tube. And I just said, said to the Lord, if you are real, if you, Jesus, are God... Um, you can help me out of my situation, and uh, it all went from there. I kind of put the challenge down, and and he took it up, and he he had his hand on my life all all this time, and uh, up until this time, and uh, he just took it up. And that evening, uh, a bit later on, I, I I had a had an encounter where I saw the Lord as a bright light in front of me, and uh, to the which travelled to the side of me. Uh, as I was traveling in the car as a passenger and uh, my wife was driving the car at the time and we were going to my sister's place for her birthday celebrations and uh, uh, as the light came along to the side of the vehicle uh, I noticed it it was the glowingness of of a staircase leading all the way up into into the heaven in in an arc type of formation and on each second rung on either side of the balustrade were angels and uh, these angels were were attentive at uh, looking all around and and they were dressed for battle they they weren't just nice white flowing robes they they had armor on there and and breastplates and and helmets they were ready for battle and coming down the ladder from above was was a, a white figured robe and as this person got closer i could just tell straight away that was the lord you don't have to have an introduction your spirit knows immediately this is your creator and he beckoned to me to get out the car which in the spirit i did and it was a matter of just getting out the car while it was traveling and i i walked up the stairs with him and uh, i got to the top of of the stairs we chatted on the way and i can't quite remember what was said but it, it just felt so 
at peace. I felt so at peace. It was so comfortable. It was the right place. And when I got to the top of the staircase and looked out across the vista, it was like like earth. It was perfect. It was yeah, the, the, there were butterflies and birds, uh, trees, uh, people sitting under the shade of these trees. And the Lord was standing next to me, and all I wanted to do was just go and join these people. And I just felt I was home. And and He beckoned back to me as I was walking away. He said, "No, no, no, not time yet." And as I turned round and I looked into His face, it was the most beautiful face I'd ever seen. He, he his his look and gaze into you transforms you instantly. No one. No one can look into the face of the Lord and be the same again. And uh, his words to me was, it's not time, but uh, you don't have to worry about a thing ever again. I'm going to be with you, and it's time to go back down again. And he walked me down the staircase again with, with the angels on either side, and uh, I could see the car traveling with my wife driving in the empty passenger seat, and uh, in I went, and uh, by the time that that all transpired, we'd got to the destination, and uh, I kind of woke up. It was like a like a sleep, and uh, I just said, as I woke up, I just looked across to to the driver's seat where where my wife was sitting, and I just broke down, and I just couldn't stop the flood of tears, and and she said, "What is the matter?" And uh, I just said, "I've just been with Jesus, and everything's going to be okay," and. Uh, my life's been changed uh, right from that moment onwards. I, I have completely done everything to to follow the Lord and and to be part of His His calling from there on. And it's been a, an absolute pleasure. And uh, I just I just love uh, being in the family and and uh, being part of the warmth and the and the peace of of being a member of His big family. It's great. Now, Roy, at the time, uh, you were like an atheist, weren't you? You really didn't have anything to do with God. So well, why do you think it happened? Well, I think anyone who calls on the Lord, like I did when I said, <clears throat> if, if, if you are real, you can fix my problem. I know that. There, there was a little spark of faith that, that was planted in me during the early, my early days at, of going to Sunday school. And... Uh, Although you can be an atheist and or a, whatever uh, has dragged you away from reality of the kingdom of God, uh, that little bit of faith is what all all the Lord needs, and he'll he'll just he'll just pile in. He'll, that's his his invitation. He'll come in, and that faith went from a grain of mustard seed to a whole silo full. Mm-hmm. And it, it was you can't tell me the Lord doesn't exist anymore, and that. The, uh, he didn't create the earth. I mean, I can, I can gaze into the complexity of of just a flower, a beautiful flower. Why? Because that flower was created for us to do exactly that and to see the glory of God, and how that flower functions. For instance, I often use that as as an example, and and it's just beautiful. It, he he is magnificent. He's good, and uh, he just wants to bless us and give us everything uh, that's wholesome and good for us. Well, mate, I love hearing these stories of people, you know, have had an encounter with God. Uh, it really sounds to me like, uh, you know, the Apostle Paul, you know, when he was Saul and he got knocked off his horse, or, you know, the, or, the, or John when he was in Revelation had this vi- vision of heaven. So how did it impact your life after this encounter with heaven? Oh, it, it, that, that, that encounter that Paul or Saul had on the, on the road to Damascus is, is, is extremely uh, close to how I, 
I experienced the Lord. And uh, although he didn't say, why are you uh, persecuting me, he, he, was, uh, he was less aggressive with me because uh, I think my circumstance was, or my approach to him was, was a little less uh, aggressive as well. But yeah, I, I can remember the, the days after this encounter, like the Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, it, it felt I'd been, been through surgery. It, it, it felt I'd had, uh, I'd had some major uh, uh, surgery done to somewhere in my body, and, and I was convalescing, and, and all I wanted to do was, was learn a bit more. I, I had no church experience at that moment, any, any exposure to the church, and um, coming out of a, a, a Methodist boarding school, I, I went back to the local Methodist church and, and got involved there. But from there on, in, in the in the weeks and months ahead, but there on, um, I felt that uh, I needed to get more into the uh, faith type of, of of message and exposure of the gospel because uh, I just felt there was more to it, and that's the the road I went down, and eventually. Um, joined a little church, which was growing like anything that uh, in 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 and around where we lived, and uh, they they were t- they were Bible based church teaching from the Word, and and that's what I wanted, and I just want I just soaked it up. Anything I could get hold of, I soaked it up. There was in those days uh, tapes and uh, booklets and things that were um, available through uh, faith based churches that taught the Bible. Uh, the word of the word of God, and I just couldn't get enough of that, and and that's where I, I started my my renewing of my mind as such. So, and I'm still on that journey. You you never forget. You never cease being on that journey. You for, you always re, are receiving new revelation, uh, knowledge, and uh, encounters with the Lord. And yeah, I just love it. It's just wonderful. So tell us about your recent travels. You were diagnosed uh, with this aggressive form of cancer earlier this year, and uh, you've been through chemo. Um, how's your health at the moment? Oh, right at the at the onset, at the beginning of the year, I knew I was in trouble, and that's why I went and sought medical uh, advice. And, uh, you know, within, within hours, I was in hospital having tests um, for this particular, or trying to find out what where the source of this aggressive... Uh, disease was and um, when when we got the diagnosis it wasn't pretty it wasn't good at all and uh, it kind of shocked my family right to the core and instantly out of the innards of my my being uh, I just said to, uh, out in, in in the spirit I just said Lord I've got to hang on to you it's you that is the only way through from here on. This is this is going to be a major uh, in, uh, walk through through the next few months, and I knew that this was going to be something I'd never experienced before. And I said, "Lord, I just got to go with you." And I could see myself kneeling at the cross of of Calvary, just holding on to the the upright post and saying, "Lord, it's you and I, and I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying right here. I'm doing all this with you." And uh, when when I realised that he was leading me into that position I was in, I just knew straight away that uh, I had no other choice. There is there was no other choice but to rely on the Lord and and what He'd done. And um, the the doctors' reports are facts as far as medical science is concerned, but they can change. 
but the promises of 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 the Lord and the promises of God, the written word promises, never change. They are for eternity. And he pointed that out to me, and and he just said, which one would you choose? And I said, I don't have a choice. There's only one choice, and there's only one logical choice, and that is to trust in the promises of the Lord. And there are many healing uh, verses in the Lord and teachings around how we should diligently use his word as medicine every day and attend to it, and, and that we should get these, these, these promises into our spirit, man, and, and have them there not only when we well, I mean, uh, not only when we, we ill, but when we well, because Satan's going to come at us at any opportunity, and we're going to have to take that authority and put him back in his place, because he is a defeated foe. And that was the reality of, of those few days after diagnosis. And I haven't flinched once. I, 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 I'd like to think that I haven't flinched once. I can't remember, but... It is, it is a tough road, and uh, you can't walk it on your own. You have to walk it with the Lord. Well, Roy, it's so good to hear your story of uh, how you've encountered Jesus and held on to him through all these years. And uh, I know after visiting you a number of times in hospital and at your home recently, um, even though uh, the body uh, has been going through this uh, this attack, uh, you've been full of faith and full of joy and uh, just excited about uh, what God's doing in your life. So thank you so much for sharing your story with us, and uh, I hope it's an inspiration to many of our listeners today. God bless you, mate. Thank you, Matt, and you have a great day. Thanks so much for joining us on History Makers today. You know, the vision of History Makers is to spread the good news of Jesus Christ through conversation to the nations of the world. We're now on over 58 radio stations around Australia and Pacific nations, and we're so excited about the opportunity we have to broadcast the good news on the airwaves. If you would like to make a donation, please go to our website, historymakersradio.com. There you can also download interviews. We've got some great web links and some great information for you about following Jesus. So please go to historymakersradio.com. I'm Matt Prater. God bless. Go and make history. History Makers.